You're listening to the Butterfly Effect Podcast, episode number 27. Today, Dr. Mark Morris, owner of PolyHealth with a PhD in nutrition, is here to discuss all things health and wellness related and what it takes to turn your passion for nutrition into a full-time career. If you enjoy this episode, all I ask is that you screenshot it and share it on your social media story or feed to show your love. If you have a second to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud, the show can continue to grow and expand its listeners. Taking the time to share it with your followers and subscribers will totally help keep it thriving, so I can continue to bring you quality episodes like the one you listen to today. This is the Butterfly Effect Podcast, and I'm Ashlyn Newlove, tackling everything from fitness, nutrition, business, life, ice cream cones, and everything else in between to help inspire people to make one change that causes their ripple effect. The Butterfly Effect Podcast is brought to you by The Sput Effect. If you love delicious tasting protein bars that also happen to be low calorie, then Built Bars are the answer. My clients love reaching their goals while eating foods that actually taste good, and Built Bars are my number one recommendation for them. If you would like to try them out, use promo code SWEATEFFECT to receive a discount on your order as well as free shipping. Welcome to episode number 27. So for those of you who don't know me, I'm a fitness and nutrition coach helping people have fun, keep fit, and reach their goals while they're at it with my online program, The Sweat Effect. I've known Mark for quite a while, but a couple months ago, he asked me to do an Instagram live with him to chat all things nutrition coaching. Since he's an expert in the field, I was obviously very flattered. Mark is changing how nutrition coaches get into the field with his program, The Dr. Mark Method. Welcome to the show, Mark. Thanks for having me. I'm really looking forward to chatting here. Yes, I was. Uh, we had such a good chat on the Instagram Live that I was like, you know what, we got to do this again. We got to get it recorded so people can listen to it in the future too. Totally. Yeah, it's really nice. I, I had a good time connecting as well. I know in the past when we've um, hung out, it's always kind of like workout in passing, not a real good chance to like, you know, sit down and chat. So it's funny how technology kind of connects us like yeah. that. And one of the first times we had a conversation like that was from so far away. You're like, the baby's waking up. I got to get home. <laughs> exactly. Company coming exactly. Over. Yeah. Mark would come and work out with us in our garage in Koshin sometimes. They have a cabin out there also. So that was kind of like how we like really connected was over Koshin and Jackfish yeah. Lake in Saskatchewan couple of people who love nutrition doing fitness in my garage. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Okay. So I want yeah. you to tell me, um, what's your elevator pitch? What do you tell people? What do you, what you do, who you are, just kind of give the listeners an overview because they're probably wondering like, how am I going to become a nutrition coach? Who is this guy? Give me yeah, totally. That's a really, yeah, let's, let's talk about it. So, um, historically I have been a person that's been passionate about health and fitness. I always wanted to make this my career and my job. And I was just your typical kid growing up that loved strength and fitness and wanted to make it a career, but had no idea how. So I pretty much pursued like, you know, an actual professional career in nutrition, be it research, but really loved coaching and working with people. So I completed a PhD and, and through my experience in, in coaching realized you really don't need to do anything like that. Um, so what I've been trying to do in the last couple of years is I'm an adult educator by trade and I love teaching people. Uh, and what we've been doing is taking passionate people that 
into nutrition and fitness and they want to help others, be it they've had a experience or, you know, they're a CrossFit coach or a strength coach that knows how impactful nutrition is on that process, be it getting leaner and getting stronger and giving them the tools and strategies to actually build out their own nutrition coaching practice through, you know, a decade of doing this full time and knowing how people need to be coached and how they, you know, react to different strategies and applying the science to their own lives, as well as like, you know, the literal mistakes I met made running a business and trying to make sure that people don't, you know, don't fall, you know, like don't follow my footsteps there because you won't actually, a lot of times you won't make it. You actually don't make it through that part. You get frustrated and, and stop and, and you don't get an opportunity to help more people or live out this, you know, dream, which is a lot of times like a, a flexible career, helping people on your own terms. Right. So I've been able to kind of mix my, my, uh, my, my love for science and the truth, um, with my love for helping people. And, and now it's kind of taken a greater form in terms of helping coaches and not just individuals. Here's the chicken and the egg. So what did you get into like bodybuilding, powerlifting, nutrition stuff before school or like, cause everyone's always interested in it, you know, before you yeah. got your PhD in nutrition or did you start knowing that you love nutrition and then got into more bodybuilding, powerlifting stuff after that? Uh, I think it started with bodybuilding and just resistance training, like strength training. Like when I was in grade 11, I just got into that, realized that like it really was helping with sports, but I liked that more um, than the actual sports I was playing in um, and took up powerlifting, got super into that, realized that, you know, nutrition has such a big impact on that. And, and at the, at a point where I was, you know, someone that struggled with aspects of that thought, Oh man, you can actually put these strategies and watch what you eat. And it actually transforms your body for someone that that process is really elusive was so empowering and something I needed to explore. And, um, I'm someone that really loves understanding things. I need to know how things work and how they're repeatable. And it's not just like throw spaghetti at the wall. So that led me to wanting to explore the science of this stuff. Um, and be it someone that, you know, always wanted to go down that path anyway, be it like, you know, high school teacher or, um, you know, something along those lines. And I was like, nah, this is what I want to do. And there isn't a lot of opportunities for people in that, um, in that situation. A lot of times you'll like, you'll go into kinesiology and become a physiotherapist or a personal trainer. Or, um, if you're really like, you're really interested in nutrition, you go into dietetics, but then you're in more like clinical roles and stuff. And there's no real, like in between for people that want to help general population, um, you know, get leaner while embracing the, the stuff that we know to be true um, in a lot of cases, right? There's so much out there that's just misinformation, be it different MLM schemes and, and, and you know, weight loss protocols and stuff, but they're always selling you something that is just a, maybe a seed of the truth and not the entire truth. So what I'm trying to, you know, empower people to do is like, let's get a real good handle on why these things happen, how we can apply it on an individual level so that, you know, our clients can do it repeatedly, right? Because a lot of times we have our own personal experience, it works for us, but then we try to apply it to someone else and we don't really know how to tinker with those variables and things that really impact a bunch of different people. So it's one of those things, but I, I started off just being super into this stuff and it really has, you know, um, helped shape my career. And at the end of the day, I don't know, I haven't, 
I mean, I could have went into research. I could have done those things, but I'm, I'm kind of at the point where I've put so much time into my, my business, but I've always worked for myself, which I'm very proud about. Right. I have like, you know, had a bunch of different partnerships and stuff with different people, but it's always been me. So not having to go down that traditional path has been something that has really shaped me and I've enjoyed. I think too, though, like, although, you know, all the protocols that you've tried yourself with, you know, because like you said, you did bodybuilding, but like that doesn't work for everybody unless you're working, you know, with bodybuilders. And even then it would have to be tweaked and stuff. But I think it speaks a lot to, you know, what you have to offer to clients as well. You've actually gone through it. You know, the things that suck. And I yeah. mean, those generally suck for everyone. Like when you're going mm-hmm. through, you know, a fat loss phase, totally to have experience, like personal experience and having tried and tested some of the things, even though that they are different for other people, I think that goes a lot in people's journey. Completely. I think, well, I, when you think of conventional fitness marketing, it's always been so aspirational, right? Whereas like you see someone and you're like, oh man, I want to like the, the physicality of it. Oh, I want to look like that. What are they doing? Right. It's always been like that. So, I mean, we want to kind of like blend the, well, this is how it actually happens. But as well as I'm walking the walk with you, I would never ask someone to do something that I haven't done myself. So it's kind of blending those two things. I mean, at the end of the day, we have experts in, in fields, like you don't need to have cancer to be an oncologist, but it does help when you understand and have empathy of that situation, right? So it's trying to like blend those two things together. So we have a well-rounded approach and we can actually inspire and motivate and get people to embrace the behavioral stuff and changes they need to make to really improve their lives. Totally. Yeah. And that whole leading by example, right? People know, like they're in touch with, you know, how you guys kind of eat and the lifestyle that you live at home and the fact that you're into fitness and, you know, leading by example and showing people the way that you do things, I think goes a long ways in, you know, being a nutrition coach. And, and then even now you've gone into teaching nutrition coaches to be nutrition coaches. And you even have nutrition coaches who have showed up for you who were already in the business, but they were like, something's not right where it should be with my business. Like, can you help me? But it's the same thing, right? They see that you have a successful nutrition coaching business. They can, it's, it's a lead by example thing. And I truly believe that in like, yes, you don't need cancer to treat cancer, but you know, like you said, empathy goes a long way. It does. It really does. And you're, you're living that life. So that part can be really, really good. Yeah. And I just, I, I don't know, I guess I'm trying to be a coach and an educator that shows up and, you know, tries to understand this world that we're living and get people to understand it as well to the best that I know it. Right. And that can be really empowering, especially as a, as a coach. Totally. It's like, cause it's a confidence thing a lot of times, right? Like, you know what you're doing, but it's funny a lot of times when people, when people finally launch their business isn't after an educational experience, like a certification or anything. It's, it's after the first time they've seen someone else do it and do it correctly. Right. Because we open a textbook and there's so much coming at us. And a lot of times it's, it's right, but we don't know how to apply it to an individual, especially when, if we're trying to do way too much, it just overloads the person that we're working with and they can't take it on. Right. So we got to know when is it appropriate uh, to introduce new things um, and, and kind of like take that approach. Because if we don't, you know, we just throw everything at them. They're never going to get anywhere because you, you can't build on that. And I think a lot of times people think they get in a situation where they think they are their market. Like me and you, we're super 
into this stuff. We could talk about it all day. We want to optimize things. We want to do that. Our clients aren't like that for the most part, mm-hmm. unless you're working with like, that's where kind of the bodybuilding circles is like a little bit different because a lot of times those people are, you know, trying to do something very specific for a specific result and they're going to do it at all costs where the majority of our clients aren't like that. People in general population aren't like that. They haven't, they don't, they don't truly know what their food is made of, nor do they really care. They just are after a specific result. So we need to be able to develop programs in a coaching process that takes that into account so we can, you know, spoon feed them, still give them results, but also set them up for success in the long term, which will be like, you know, empowering them and educating them the right way so that they create some habits that they can, you know, last longer than your time together. Yeah, they don't they don't care as much about the science behind everything. Like they, they want some of the information, but you like confuse them with a bunch of scientific banter of why you're doing what you're doing with them and they don't yeah. care. What they care about is how they get to the results and um you know, emotional like emotional uh, you know, connection with them is a bigger thing than anything that you're going to teach them about why we should eat carbs or why we should, you know, it's not as important. No, it isn't. It isn't. And even like, even, even if you know that it's still tough to do at times, like think back some of you in your best educational experiences where you learned so much, you don't remember any of the specifics. You remember how you felt, what it did for you, where you were at the end, what you've taken from it. And it's always super big picture right? It mm-hmm. isn't the nitty gritty. It's, you know, how did I feel? What, where am I at now? And what did I take from that? Right. So it's trying to like live that out on a day-to-day basis so we can build on those things and kind of go from there. So I like to kind of think about it as if we get into the nitty gritty, it's, we need to understand the science because that's the structure of what we're doing, right? If you mm-hmm. went to a financial planner, they would need to know what's going in, what's going out, so that there's some structure in place to actually create the results that we are after. If you want to be financially healthy, we need to know how much you're spending. We need to know how much you're taking in. We have some structure there. We also need to know what your budget is made of, right? So there's some best practices and that's kind of like, you know, our macronutrients within, in in a sense, and those are going to be a bit different from everyone, but there's still some guidelines, but then we take that structure um, and we don't just stop there. Now we start coaching them to build habits within it. Um, and that's how they actually adhere to that structure. So it's kind of two things. And a lot of times you'll find people um, will focus on one thing or the other way too much and lean on one and either they get short-term results and don't have, you know, long-term habits that are built um, or they don't ever get anywhere because they focused way too much on the habits. Right. And that's where a lot of like um, conventionally precision nutrition, for example, another certification body has relied so much on, teaching you the science of it, but it's so habit driven that people have a hard time, you know, putting it in place so that they get results. Like maybe they do, maybe they don't, but they don't know exactly why they think, Oh, well, yeah, like I got leaner because I started focusing on balancing my plate. And it's like, yes, you did. But that was the habit you built within the underlying reason why you lost weight, which is a calorie deficit. Right. So Mm -hmm. we can't have one or the other. We got to kind of do both of them so that we push people along this path. And I think too, like a lot of people, they're just like, well, that person lost weight with keto. So I'm going to do keto because that person lost weight. Again, not understanding that, yes, by being extremely satisfied with a high fat diet, they end up taking in less calories, thus creating weight loss. And I think that's where still all these fads and 
there's so much information out there and like correct information too. You know, if people yep. really wanted to dig into and do, do their own thing, they definitely could there. The correct information is out there, but it's the accountability and it's about also having somebody there to yes, cheer you on, but also to be like, okay, you're maybe being a little ridiculous sometimes, you know, in a nice way, but like, honestly, if you're a good nutrition coach, you're probably going to piss your clients off from now and again, because the truth hurts sometimes. You know, I'm not saying like mean truth, but just truth, yeah. truth sometimes yeah, can sting for a sure. little bit. Actually, in our live seminar yesterday, we were talking about, you know, how do we approach client questions and frequently asked questions? And it always comes from a place of like empathy and understanding and compassion. Whereas like, yeah, I understand why you're, why you're asking that. And it makes sense. But at the same time, if you haven't, if you haven't been doing the things that I've been asking you to do, I'm always going to use that as an opportunity to clarify what you need to do to get where you're at. Because a lot of times it, it comes back to, I'm trying to try this new, I'd be doing this, like, you know, things aren't going as quick as I would like. I need to optimize it more. It's like, listen, like, yeah, but you, you haven't at this point, done everything I've asked of you. Right. And the people that have done it aren't asking those questions because they're like, Oh, it's actually, this is working already. Yeah. yeah I'm right? seeing the so results it's, that I'm after. Right. And yeah. And, and it's one of those things where we use all these strategies as a tool to get where we're going. We don't want to all of a sudden become the best at tracking our food intake. Like mm-hmm. that's great if you're into it and stuff, but it's just a tool. We use our homework to create a desired learning outcome. No one needs to be the best at their homework. Right. It's that you get your homework done and get a result. So we like to like work backwards with that. So we come at questions that, you know, it's got to, you got to kind of, you got to balance all those things and and still continue to tell people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear so that, um, you know, we, we push them along the right path. Yeah. It's funny you say that about like life isn't perfect. And I think I talk about that so much with my clients. It's like, I actually don't want you to be perfect at tracking because you will never be in a situation every single day that everything's always perfect. And that's where people get that like super attachment to tracking. And then it's like make or break if they don't have a perfect day. And that's not, I don't live life perfectly, you know? And like, although I do like tracking my food, I don't track it every day either. Um, But I feel like there's that line where, you know, sometimes coaches can get too specific on things that just really don't matter at all. Um, Mm -hmm. Somebody asked me one time, uh, do I, when I'm, I'm tracking bread, do I measure, weigh the whole loaf and then break it down into how many slices and then (laughs) track that? (laughs) You're looking, (laughs) Mark's face is like, oh my, or do you just track that you had two slices of bread? And I was like, I just tracked that I had two slices of bread because yes, one day it might be the weight of it might be a little bit more, but as I go through the loaf, I'm going to get to pieces that are smaller and in the long run, it doesn't matter. No, <laughs> like, it doesn't. That's where things, people get a little crazy with stuff. Completely, like, completely. And I mean, it's just, we're just trying, we're always just trying to be as accurate as we can be in an accurate science. And you're right. It's all relative at the end of the day. And again, um, we're as coaches, I don't know. We, we talk about this all the time. We're not trying to, we're not trying to dig for certain things unless we 
need to dig, right? If things are moving in the right direction and it's working, then we're going to continue to give support and guidance and keep things the same, but we're not looking for stuff just for the sake of looking for stuff because you're going to find issues. And why did those even matter? Right. Yeah. If it comes up great, but don't dig unless you need to. So, you know, when, you know, when people are starting to think of like, should I be, you know, should I be, you know, getting blood work done for my hormones or this or that. It's like, no, like things are moving in the right direction. Like all this stuff is your overall health is improving. The specific stuff we're after is improving. Why dig when we don't need to dig. Right. And a lot of times that's where coaches go wrong is that they start to think about, you know, how do we further optimize this stuff? And it's like, no, it's working. Like this is, this is fine. Totally. Totally. Well, Mark and I had such a good time on the Instagram live that I did want to do it again because he is the expert when it comes to coaching nutrition coaches and I am a nutrition coach. So you know how in every other podcast, people usually bring guests on and ask them questions. Well, we're going to be doing a little bit differently. I'm going to bring on guest hosts to put me under the microscope every once in a while and bring topics to the podcast that interest them. So here's where I let Mark take the wheel. What's, what is, if you took a step back and thought about your philosophy in terms of like how you coach people, what would it be? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? What are the main things you're looking at both like big picture and short-term picture? I, well, I even think that my client basis has changed from what it was kind of when I first started, you know, it was like worked with just mainly people who did CrossFit. And now I feel like I work with like just lots of like more everyday people. So even my shift in like coaching has changed over the years. Um, and I feel like a few years ago, people were more focused on like specifically hitting macros and there wasn't really any um wiggle room with anything and i think that my whole basis now is just the most flexible of dieting so people being able to see results by by making minimal changes and then we build from there so i have worked um like done other programs worked with other people where it was like, here's all this information right off the start. And I found that people were getting very overwhelmed. Um, and a lot of it was scientific. And like we talked about the science behind it all is just too much for some people. And yeah, people know that fiber is good for them and you know, that they should increase it and eat more fruits and veggies, but you know, you tell them a, a few things about digestion and you can basically leave it at that. Like, you know, we don't need to go into like the specifics of why fiber is good for us, but I think it's more important to learn like what foods have fiber in them. People, people always know fruits and veggies do, but like there's lots of other things out there that do too. So I think it's just shifted into like a more flexible approach, just trying to get people results without flipping their world completely upside down. And don't get me wrong, that does happen sometimes um, as well. Like, you know, when people are making a major change in their life, sometimes it is a complete change from what they've been doing. But I mean, you don't get the results that you want doing the things that you've always done. So I guess that's why they come to a nutrition coach, right? Yeah, no, totally. And I think that it even builds on what we were just talking about before. It's an awareness game more than anything else, right? It's like if we just bring a bit more awareness to what is happening and add some structure to it, people usually um, push down the right, go down the right path and kind of go from there. And like, I'm not sure, like, you know, kind of who you start to attract um, as well in your clients, but 
my yeah my like I said used to be mainly like CrossFit and I'm sure yours used to be way back in the day mainly bodybuilders probably has also switched you know throughout the years but I find it's like now that there isn't really like a competitive quote-unquote you know strain of CrossFit anymore it's not just like everyday Joes and like people always think that I'm like so super into fitness which I am but some of my clients are literally just working on walking, just getting some walking in, you know? So I think there, that has really changed over the years too, where I was like really fitness focused. Um, and now it's just like, if we can get you moving in some way, that's more, yeah, everything is like, everything I think I do is like a lot more flexible than it used to be. Yeah. Okay. That, now that makes sense. So when, like it's transitioned a lot. The people you're working with a little bit are, are, are different and they've kind of over the years um, shifted quite a bit. Are you, when you're thinking about the type of content you're creating and, you know, like our marketing, which I think the biggest misconception is that we're not just posting about our food and, and that kind of stuff. We're, we're trying to inspire others to take this sort of action and work with us in a lot of our content. Are you Are you targeting your content towards a specific demographic or person or is it like a a more of a personality thing are you trying to attract a certain type of person to your coaching yeah I definitely have a demographic and it's also funny that that just reminded me of one of the posts that you had a a little while ago it's like people aren't coming to like your pages and stuff for recipes they they need more than just someone posting recipes and I was like that is very true like while while people do like the odd recipe here and there if that's all you're giving them, then it's really hard to build a client base off of that. Um, but yes, I do have a market. Um, but also that's it, that has also shifted a little bit too. So my market, um, was, which is, I'm not a mom, but it was mainly, um, moms and they, most of them did like a form of functional fitness and just weren't seeing, uh, the weight loss results that they wanted. So most of them were working out, but still wanted to look a certain way. And uh, yeah, and that has changed now, mainly because I have been posting more results from clients. And I had a lady who lost 75 pounds um, in my most recent because I only open up um, client spots once a month, well, actually only like nine or 10 times a year. And because people saw that this lady lost 75 pounds, it did attract some other people who were like, you know what, if she can do it, then I can do it too. And they like really resonated that and used that as their inspiration. Um, And like some of them were into functional fitness and were moms um, and others weren't. And like I said, we're just working on like walking and getting moving and stuff. So it really depends on what you're posting. If I was always posting just like before and after photos of my clients who you know, maybe had like 10, 15, 20 pounds to lose. That's probably the clientele that I would get. But now that people can see that there are other people who have worked at it. And like she, obviously that was like over a year that we worked together. Um, Yeah, I have definitely seen recently a shift in um, helping, I think just people take their health back and, you know, not, not even so much about like body composition or anything, but yeah, just getting really healthy. Awesome. Okay, cool. That, that checks out and that makes sense. I think the biggest thing that I'm hearing too, and I think that what, what makes that successful is that 
again, we don't over-educate. We don't have people coming to our pages that, you know, we're posting recipes or overly complex scientific things that they may or may not be interested or even need to understand, but we're highlighting, you know, what we do for them, where they were, where they're going, um, a certain type of feeling around, you know, what has happened and, and the impact your coaching has. And that inspires people to take action. Do you, do you follow much Gary V stuff at all? I love him on TikTok, actually. That's good. Have you, <laughs> tell me, tell me what Gary V has taught you. Well, his, one of his things is that it's all about, he's like, you don't need, because people are always chasing views or chasing followers or, or that it's more about connecting with the people who are in your, you know, community on social media and, you know, getting the information and telling stories and those types of things are what are going to make your community resonate with you, which is going to make them trust you and which is going to make them want to work with you. And those are, those are some of my favorite Gary V tips. Um, it, but which is, I always share my weight loss journey, you know, with people on there too. I know sometimes you, you throw an old throwback on there from bodybuilding days, Sure, yeah. but it's like, I have done, you know, people get to see both ways of what you've done and what works and, yeah, that's how they kind of connect with who you are. Um, what's your favorite favorite Gary V? Well, I think I, I love Gary V and his stuff. I think what's interesting about him as an individual is that I still don't really know what Gary V does. I don't starters, either. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay. So that's a good point, right? I still have no idea. Yeah. I trust him though. Yeah. I trust him that he's going to teach me something but I still don't really know what he's teaching me, but he's doing something, right? Mm -hmm. He's doing something very impactful and powerful because he's, you know, showing me how he connects with people and puts himself out there. And it inspires me to do that kind of stuff. But I think the take-home lesson is that like, Hey, we don't know what Gary V does. We actually don't really know what his agency does at all. Yeah. Like I, we know we have this idea that they're into some, you know, social media marketing and this is what they do, but we really have no idea if we wanted to get help with that. He's probably someone and his business would be someone that we reach out to, but he hasn't taught us anything. He hasn't over, you know what I mean? He hasn't, does he taught us what the, the psychology of persuasion or self-help or personal development or anything like that? Has he ever done it like a textbook definition of anything like that? Maybe he has, maybe he hasn't. I, I he really, he hasn't though. Right. Yeah. What he's done is shown us that like, this is how I think you should live your life. And here are examples of it and inspires you to take action. So as someone that like wants to use their business to get people to hire them as a nutrition coach, like you got to rethink about how you're doing these things. It isn't like, here's a definition of macros for the, for the, the 19th time it's, Hey, this is, this is someone that took my approach, learned about macros, and this was the result, right? This is how I see someone that a common issue I see is like, people aren't getting enough protein. Here's how I approach it. And this is what happened. Not like, you know, textbook definition. I know people, when they first start out, they think like, well, you know, I haven't explained all this stuff. I haven't done anything like that. It's all been explained before. And, and maybe you don't have tons of client testimonials and stuff to pull from, but you have, you have your own experience and you also have, almost like an avatar of what would happen um, if you did that. And if you could talk more about that, people are going to be attracted to that. And we got to shoot for more of that stuff. Like, I'm still laughing at, <laughs> I don't know what Gary V does, but he inspires me. And like, when you watch his things, you're like, 
oh yeah, like I like that is I'm so into this right now. Like he presents it in a manner that makes you want it. And right. And it makes you feel like you're that person, right? It makes you feel like the or the story he's telling, or you were there in his shoes. No one understands you, but this is like what you need to do to make progress in your own life because you know, like he's tapped into that. So it's just an interesting thing because A, a lot of us that want to take this stuff seriously, it, it's it, it turns into more than just a hobby because we want it to be a bigger job or you know supplement our income and we want to become good at it. And the only way to do become good at it is to learn how to market it and share it so that we grow our not not just our following, but grow the people that we're working with, the people that are actually buying the things that we're selling to them, so we can get better and, and turn it into something bigger, right? And to do that you can't just educate. And a lot of times people get stuck with over-educating and like, don't, don't give me the definition of why I need to eat more protein. You know, like no one cares unless it's like, if you eat chicken, you're going to magically lose five pounds. People don't care. Yeah. You know, they, they want more of that wow factor, more of that, something that gets them excited about it because Let's be real. There's a lot of things about nutrition that aren't very exciting. So Mm -hmm. if you can get somebody excited um, telling your story or, you know, get them motivated with another client's story, then I think you found like your key right there. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah. don't preach about definitions of things. No one cares about that. The last time, I don't know if I told you this story the last time we we chatted, but one example I think about a, a lot, probably way too much is the last time we bought a new mattress, it was a king size mattress and we were like upgrading um, to a new bed and it was super big. And the mattress salesman was clearly very passionate about mattresses. (laughs) He was telling us the technology of like the breathability and why we needed this cover and like what were the specs of this and that. And like, I'm in this store ready to buy a mattress. I have like a price range. I think this is, this seems good. Like this seems like a pretty good mattress. This is what I want. That's the result that I'm after, right? Is that like, I want to leave today with a mattress that's going to work. That's, you know, comfy that like it it fits my specs, but not going into too much detail about the technology or anything like that. And he really wanted to push me on like the understanding why this was important, right? <laughs> These are things, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, I just want to leave here with the mattress today. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I, I do not care. One. Yeah, and our market is the same way, right? They they're looking to they're looking to get leaner, and they don't care about the 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 science of it all. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't give them that through our coaching process, because they are going to ultimately just you know realize that they're gonna. It's just a constant. It's a it's a good reminder of sell them what they want and end up giving them what they need. And if we do more of that and showcase the results of our stuff, we kind of get the both the best, the, the best of both worlds, right? Instead of just focusing on, you know, this is the new, newest technology of this mattress and this is why you got to do this and this is why you got to do that. It's like, no, no, man. I want to tell you a similar story that just happened. And I don't think this person's going to, the mattress salesman won't listen to the podcast. I don't think that this person was, but so we recently are uh, buying a tiny home and we went to look at it 
And the guy that built it, uh, he was an architecture student. So he was very into how everything was built. And he was telling, and he sent me all these video links because he'd done um, when he was building it in time lapse. And you could see how certain aspects of like the walls were made and stuff. And I'm just like, uh huh, uh huh. And I was like, I don't care. And we need to get to the vet after this. So I'm just like, Curtis was like, Ashlyn, like, he really wanted to tell you about like, what went in, like, with his own hands into making this tiny home. And you didn't watch any of his videos. I was like, I'll send you the videos. I didn't have time. We needed to get to the vet. Like, I'm sorry that I didn't care more, but I don't care. Like, yep. is this going to keep rain off of someone's head is it cute um is it well made checked all the boxes it's in yeah. our price range it's gonna look good when people come perfect this is the tiny home for me like mm -hmm. yep. Yep. it's the same here are the thing. specs here, here here's the price this, yep. this checks out this is what we're gonna do is it gonna like work for us as a rental property because that's what we're after right not what you're after mm -hmm. and again people are proud of things and stuff but that just kind of goes into the the other side of this whole nutrition coaching thing that people don't realize is, is kind of make or break if you're going to make a business out of it, right? Is that this is the stuff you got to think about and how you highlight that and how you share that and how you tell those stories mm -hmm. um, so that the people that are going to buy things that have a different viewpoint of what it is that we do and what it is that they want to accomplish are going to be motivated to take that action. When you have people that work with you, do you do like a, like an audit of their Instagram just to be like, these things are working, these things aren't? Yeah, well, there's, yeah, there's, there's some general principles and stuff. I think there's a, a lot of times we look into, you know, making sure that, you know, you're directing them a certain way, you're using calls to action, you're hitting on a, a few key points or the key positive payoffs of what your service does. And everyone's going to be a little bit different, but at the same time, when someone's asking me stuff like, you know, how often should I be posting per week? What should I be highlighting? This kind of stuff. I like to take a different spin and say, you know, it isn't how much you should be posting per week. It's, you know, is what you're doing currently right now getting you the results for what you can take on in your business and, and those type of things. So I like to put them in a place where they can assess that stuff for themselves. So, you know, using a structure like we create social media content, there's always a call to action on things. People feel like they're getting too salesy, but if we don't do that, we'll never know if they say yes, right? Or they're just not liking it at all. So we like to say like, hey, let's measure website clicks, see what's working and double down on that. So I like to put those kind of strategies in place so that they're like guided that way, right? Because there's definitely some like yes and no stuff but a lot of times it's like, Hey, we got to find what works for you. And, and I don't necessarily know what your market wants, but let's make sure that you're in a position to be able to measure it so that we can work backwards and say like, Hey, this is working or this isn't. Yeah. No, I like that because like you said, anybody can buy the precision nutrition textbook and it is very, you know, how food works in the body and science informative for sure. Yeah. Yep. But it's not like, <laughs> okay, so I've learned this thing and now I know how to even talk to a client, right? Like I know like how to do the check-in portions with them because I can connect with them now and I know how to talk to them, but then you need to get your name out there too. So then completely that's yeah. the next step. Like how do you even yeah. go about doing that? Yeah. But yeah. I spend so a lot of time on that portion of it, working to get my name out there. And it's like you don't need ten thousand followers to like have a nope good client base and a lot of people who that you connect with in your community. 
Yep. But you do need to have a following of some totally. sort. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You have to have the right following and you have to have people that are engaged in your stuff. And even if they're not like, you know, hiring you as a coach right now, there's some potential that they see you as the solution down the road, or, you know, they're going to be able to like, you know, tell someone else about your service and, and those kind of things. So you got to have that kind of stuff in place. But honestly, some of my, I have, we have coaches on our roster and coaches that we've, we've taught that, you know, have 25, 30 clients now that have 300 followers, right? Yeah. Like it's, this is a real thing. And, and instead of chasing, you know, what other content creators are doing, um, they're thinking like, okay, how can I help the people in front of me? And as they highlight that, more people just like them come out of the woodwork and want to hire them. Right. So I think a lot of times it's just like this misconception around what I should be doing to market my business. And a lot of times it's doing things the way they see everyone else in the fitness space doing them. And we actually, we really don't know if that is working for them. Right. Yeah. And it is, it's a referral based business. So Mm -hmm. I mean, no one's going to give your name out if they didn't see results. But if they saw great results, those are the ones that have no problem like shouting it from the rooftops is kind of what I found in that aspect. Yep. You get those super fans and they end up being your best assets, right? Totally. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah, totally. Um, we were talking like briefly before we got started about <laughs> shiny things. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it just made me like reflect on Mark and I were both kind of talking about you know, how we've maybe scaled down, um, on how many clients, uh, one-on-one nutrition clients that we've both been taking on just to kind of, um, expand in other areas in our business. And yeah, I'm the same, like I'm only taking on 10 new clients a month right now. I found that was better than, um, it's again, it's the, the quant, it's the quality over quantity type of thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, give those clients like the best, you know, eight, 12, year long with you that they can ever have. Um, but yeah, like, and I don't know, like the nutrition coaches that are listening to this, it's like anybody who I've kind of like know in the field kind of has gone, added other routes, added other streams of income to theirs and maybe Mm -hmm. cut back like on the one-to-one coaching. And, and you would ask me like, is it like a shiny things type of a, (laughs) Yeah. Well, it is a slippery slope. And okay. Let me preface my thoughts around this with saying like, if that is working for you, be it's like, a, you're living the life you want to live and working with the people that you want to work with. Um, then great. If you're making the sort of money that you want to make bonus, perfect. That's, that's great. I think what a lot of times happens, and this is something that I, I struggled with. And I'll tell you like from personal experience, like what, what ended up happening was like, I had, I did different offers for people. There is my one-on-one coaching, which was, you know, at the time, like $250 a month. I've been doing this for eight years. I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, like pretty scaled up. I can tell you exactly what you need to do. And, you know, it, it was pretty straightforward. So I was doing that and I was talking to people, not like yourself, but I was, you know, talking to consumers that would probably want my coaching. So there's this stream, but I also had this new offer, which was a lot more expensive because it's business to business and it's education. I'm teaching people to how, how to make money um, through doing this. So it should be more expensive just because there's an opportunity for that, right? And it's, it's more impactful. So now I had this larger offer and 
So I had two income streams, albeit I have eBooks and stuff like there's other things going on. Um, but what happens when you start to get multiple offers is that it starts to get confusing a little bit from an optics perspective. And you can be the most efficient communicator in the entire world um, and still confuse people, right? People will be like, what am I, what am I signing up for? And as soon as they kind of like, as soon as that enters their mind, once you confuse, you lose. So it's a really tough dynamic. And I actually, a funny story. I, I taught or gave a seminar in like 2015 um, to a, a studio in the area um, around nutrition. And we've kept in contact, me and the studio owner. And she's always been someone that like, I thought maybe would be a good fit for the Dr. Mark method, my coaching course. Uh, so She'd been engaging in some of my stuff, liking it, this kind of stuff. And since, and since July, I think I've, Ashlyn, I've probably posted almost two still posts a day. So I've posted probably um, like 200 pieces of content mm -hmm. since July. Um, some iterations of the same thing, some different things, but talking only about the Dr. Mark method. And right. we talked at this point, it was in the summer when we had talked. Um, so she must've seen, you know, a potential to see this 150 times we got on the phone to talk about, you know, if she'd be a good fit for the program and stuff. She had no idea what it was, what any of it was. And this was like literally after me, like I've pounded people with this message, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm just like, and I've known like she's even liked stuff. She's like, you know, reached out about it. It's like, you know, what is this all about? And at the same time, she had no idea what was going on. So from an optics perspective, when we start to get like, think about, Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. Maybe this will work. Maybe this won't work. We start to like confuse people. We like don't leverage like our most like profitable offer and it becomes confusing. So when I started to talk about these things, I'm like, you know, for someone that's starting out and thinking like, what Avenue should I go? It's like, we got to pick one that you like to do. That's going to make you money. We're going to focus all of our energy on that and then go from there. And everyone's like, yeah, well, I want to be, you know, I want to be the Amazon of nutrition coaching and stuff. It's like they started selling books. They sold books and only books until they had a large share of the marketplace, right? But so it's people like people still think that they just sell books. Somebody right? said that like this past year and they're like, Amazon, don't they sell books? I was like, no, you can buy anything off of Amazon. So like that, that is exactly yeah. what you're saying. And I, and I, and I still find myself, I do it from time to time because it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, I could help more people. Oh, I could make more money doing this. I got to create another version of this. And as soon as I start to feel myself doing that, I got to rein it back in. I was even doing it this week. I was, I was like, you know, what's another marketing opportunity? Ah, like Clubhouse is, is, is like blowing up right now. Um, and it's super interesting. Like maybe I should do like a nutrition coaching office hours on there um, and kind of be a little bit first to market, be there and stuff. And before you know it, it's just taking my energy away from, you know, what I need to be doing to marketing, what I already know is working, right? So at times, I think the take home message is like for people that are starting out thinking like, have one offer, make it really good, focus all your attention on that and then build from there. Right. And I don't know if this resonates with you at all or. Well, yeah. And I'm laughing because I, oh man. And like, just, I'm like, 
have been a little overwhelmed with, um, and like we, yes, we're adding some different streams to mainly our households, um, ventures, you know, it's not just like I'm doing these ventures, but like Airbnbs and, and things like that. But I recently did a five day, I'm doing it right now, a five day free challenge. And it's a, it was a lot of work. It's been two years since I've done it. And I forgot how much work it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, people just like free stuff. <laughs> yeah, no. And they like, it, it can, if you do it, if, if you, and you gotta be, it's gotta be dialed in in terms of a warming mechanism, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're getting people into it to get interested in stuff. We know that like, it's a funnel, right? So not everyone's going to sign up for whatever it is at the end, but a people that do this, when you do it, like you got to be constantly reminding them that there's something at the end that's bigger and better. It's going to be more expensive, but you're going to get much better results by doing that. So like that part's got to be dialed in, which no one is doing, right? Like it's really tough to do because A, you feel salesy. That's not what it was. It was this free challenge to give back and yada, yada, yada. And it's just so much work. And by the end, you're like so so drained, right? You're so drained um, that the payoff just isn't there. Whereas if you just focused on, the one thing that is working or is going to work because we're going to figure out what it is, what buttons you need to push to leverage it, then we'd just be in a much better place. But we all get ourselves in these situations and I've done it so many times. So I talk, I talk about it candidly from experience because the way my business has shifted is that like the only thing I'm talking about now is Dr. Mark method because that's where I'm spending the majority of my energy. If I think what people confuse sometimes is it's not like other stuff can't go on. It's just that we don't highlight it as much because that's not where our energy and focus is. So, and it's funny because I took some things off the old menu too. Um, yeah, I was like, I'll do online programming for you so you can work out at home. And I'm going to offer just like nutrition coaching, not my eight week program. And so people can sign up just whenever. And then I'm also going to have my eight week program and I run challenges every once in a while four week challenges. And then I'm like, I'm like, no, we're cutting some of the fat. We're trimming the fat here. Um, like I had someone like reach out to me for like three months being like, yeah, I want to do your, uh, like programming. Like I want you to program workouts for me to do at home. And she took so long that by the end I was like, sorry, I'm not offering that service anymore. And I just like pulled the plug on it because I was like, I can't keep marketing all of these different things. And it's just hustle after hustle after hustle is what it ends up being when really the bread and butter of what I do is my eat week program. So it's like, I need to just focus on that. And yeah, like I do have the clothes, which is a different thing, but like, that's just my, that's my boutique. And that's like my fun stuff. I feel like, yeah, no, that's where like that, that is very important. And I think a lot of times, but if you were to say to me, like, it's like, I have all this stuff going on and none of it's fun and I just want to make more money then we'd be like, okay, yeah, got to take a step back. But that's, you're like, no, this is what, uh, like I get excited about this stuff. Right. So it's like, okay, that's a different scenario entirely. Right. But, um, it's totally, and it's, it's just, not like I'm, it's just having, it's, a, like- it's having an awareness, right. Of these things about like how you, where you want to go, how you're living your life specifically with this stuff, which again, a lot of these, you know, expert based businesses are so new and there's no real, you know, guidelines or rules in terms of how you should run them, that people are just throwing spaghetti at the wall. Right. And that's really where I've been trying to fill a gap is that like, 
it doesn't need to be like that. Yeah. And like, uh, there was aspects of those parts of my business that I got rid of that I dreaded. And I feel like that is your number one thing. If you would dread something, you need to cut it out. Um, like I'm passionate about the people who are doing my program and I love doing my clothing line, but like, I can't, like, I couldn't do clothes full time, right? That's not a full time gig. That's just like me doing it on the side for fun. And I really enjoy working with my clients on the eight week program. And then every once in a while I do a four week challenge for people because I do recognize that, you know what, the cost of the program isn't for everyone and everybody kind of needs to start their journey somewhere, right? Like even if it's just with a a challenge that's, you know, I, I charge 95 bucks for a four week challenge, even if it's just for that, then whatever. And again, I, I like doing the challenge. So that's fine. But trimming those other things, I was literally sitting down on a weekly basis being like, oh, I, I can't believe. And like, I have a fitness coach and I'm like, he loves his job and he's very good at it. But I was like, I don't know how he does this with like, you know, I don't even know how many clients he has, 50, 60, 70, whatever it, it may be. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know how he does this every week, but he mm-hmm. just loves the programming behind all of the gym stuff. And I don't love it. So yeah, if you're not doing, if you're adding things that one, aren't making you any money and two, you don't love, then yeah. I do like, I do enjoy coaching group classes Um, I don't love doing personal training, but with the way that the, um, guidelines are right now in BC, we can't do group classes. So I had to break all my, I just had a couple of small group classes running out of my home gym. So I had to break it down into personal training and it just, I'm just not as passionate about it. And I just really can't wait until the you know, guidelines open back up and we can go to those group classes. Cause like for me to stand there and like, you know, count reps and give the same cue to the same person over and over again in their session, just like doesn't light my fire, you know? Yeah. But, and it's a different, it's just been also like a different, one of the different things that you probably were drawn to fitness, right? Like your background is that, that group atmosphere. That's what you love doing and stuff. So it's just different. And, and there's definitely, there's someone, I guess the other thing is that there's someone out there that what you're doing right now that lights their fire right they want to work with individuals on a one-on-one basis so like i don't know it's just like it's testing things out and trying to like figure out what is the best path for us as individuals but also just being aware that like we got to be you know we got to put things in place so we can measure these things so that we have some direction it's essentially the same thing you would tell your nutrition clients right yeah it's like we got to have some feedback loops in place so we are pushing in the right direction and that's what honestly i I'm on this mission to help people improve their lives in a bunch of different ways, but we just got to have that structure in place so that we can do it right. Like to me, that's the meaning of life is improving and and doing bigger and better things. So just making sure that the stuff is in place. And I feel too like, okay, so you're marketing, your like coaching nutrition coaches, Mm -hmm. but then people are like, okay, he's obviously like good at, at nutrition coaching, I will reach out to see if he is taking on one-on-one clients. So, you know, I mean, you get the, even though I'm doing group classes and things like that, I still have people that do the fitness portion of it that reach out for nutrition and vice versa. So. Yep. Yep. And you're talking a lot about too, like if your bread and butter is your eight week group program and the ideal client within that and the ideal avatar is typically, you know, like a, 
the demographic is like a middle-aged to younger uh, female that wants to reclaim their health. That doesn't mean that you can't work with, you know, some, some man or like, you know, someone yeah. that doesn't fit the box. It's just that we're not talking about I them. I love working with men often. actually. Like I, yeah. it's awesome. Men are so like cut and dry, you know, there's not a lot of emotion in it. Um, mm-hmm. and you're just like, I don't know, you just tell them what to do and they just seem to do it. It does seem as if they're finally at that place where they want to change. It's, it's a pretty straightforward process. Yeah. Now, you know, if you were doing some cold outreach and stuff, uh, they probably wouldn't be as receptive of, of needing these things, but when they're ready to change, they're definitely like, yeah, like I, you, you tell me what to do. I'm going to do it. Why wouldn't I do what you tell me to do? Yeah. Like, I right? paid like, you for this. I want yeah. like, they can detach emotions and yeah, I really do like working with men. Um, I don't get the opportunity to very well, but I don't market myself to them either. Uh, they're just yeah. not, like you said, you can't be marketing yourself to everybody. You can't be the nutrition coach that is as much as everyone's like, I work with everyone. Every nutrition coach always says that. Yes, we yeah. know you work with everyone. You can work with everyone, but mm-hmm. that's going to attract no one also. Yeah. And I think that's probably where you find that people have the hardest, you know, everyone talks about niching down and mm-hmm. I know it's annoying, but you need to have a niche or else you're going to get lost in. Well, especially like a lot of the services that we we deliver are online, right? So there's the ability to niche down, which you just don't have in a lot of those like conventional tied to a, a geographic location businesses, right? Like when you're brick and mortar, like selling clothes, like you got to market to the people that are around you. They're going to actually come in to buy clothes. But when we can leverage the internet, it's like a completely different space, right? Who is like, if you, who's your niche market, like for nutrition coaching, like when you, when you were marketing nutrition coaching? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, it would, I worked primarily with powerlifters in weight class and weight classes where we we're trying to leverage both their programming and nutrition to get them a specific result. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like, I, I like, I, I was at the point where like not to to my own horn, like from start to finish, be it like I can write your programming. I could align your nutrition to make sure that not only did you perform well, but you fit a very specific weight class in a two hour weight class sport. And then not only could I guide you to the actual competition, but I could coach you on the day of the competition. Mm-hmm. There's like a handful of people in the world that could do that. Yeah. Right, from start to finish. So it's like, yeah, this is a service that costs a lot of things because I know exactly what I'm doing. Right. right. So the majority of time, so not, that doesn't mean that, you know, you know, like I wouldn't work with people that are outside of that, but that's where I was trying to like, you know, focus my energy, um, at times. And actually I probably have gotten a lot better at marketing since I was doing full-time one-on-one work. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where I think if I would go back, I would niche down even further. Yeah. Like, And I feel like that right there. Okay. So mine is like women, like late twenties to, you know, late forties. I know that seems like it's a big, but once you get into my, all my little niches, it's someone who like is putting the effort in, in the gym, but aren't seeing the results on the outside. That was me. I was a chubby CrossFitter and Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is what I was doing wrong this is how I changed it. And this is what I'm doing now. And although I, I, I'm not sure why I mainly work with moms. I don't know. Like that just kind of came in to it probably because most people my age have kids. 
true true as well and there's an interesting dynamic too with moms uh, like it gets to a point where it's like i've put everyone else ahead of me for such yes. a long period of time that now it's time for me to invest and take um, control back over my health so they're more willing to do it right mm-hmm. um but also- so i don't know if it's a chicken or egg thing but it just it happens much more often where it's like no enough is enough like i need to prioritize what i'm eating because everyone else in this whole household is going to do better if I do it. Right. Yeah. But they even still have, um, a problem with that. Like they still have a problem putting themselves first because they feel like if they're putting themselves first, they're putting everybody else's needs way behind, as opposed to they're running themselves into the ground and you know, everybody else is, is doing okay. They feel like if they take a step back, that everything's going to crumble when in reality, if they maybe took a, a minute, if they can find one, like most of my clients, everybody, like they're busy, everybody's busy. And I absolutely cannot imagine kids work, like life commitments, trying to get to the gym, you know, trying to get your steps in dog needs walking. Like I actually, chaos, yeah, right? I don't know how people like fit all of that into their day, but I feel like, they're always like, Meh, I'll just eat, you know, whatever this cold hot dog leftover is off of my kid's plate and call it a day and try to get a few hours of sleep in and do it all again tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so I think that's but, probably like the biggest thing, like people's niche are them. Yeah, a lot of times for sure. Yeah, I would say it just, it, it's a more of a natural fit, right? When you, when you know those struggles, you know those pain points and you know what the solutions are, you can just talk about it more, you can share that message. And then it's really just like being somewhat repetitive about, you know, sharing that story and where someone is in that situation and how you help them. A lot of times if you're struggling with a niche too, or, you know, who it is that you should work from, drawing from your personal experience is always good, but then also visualizing like who that actual person is that you've helped that's just like that and trying to write content and speak to them, right? If you can do that, like we all have that idea, like person in our mind, like sometimes like get literal, right? Like what are the things that they struggled with? Because we're just trying to hit those boxes and we talk about it and the more specific we can get, specificity sells, so. Do you know that Lululemon has a specific person as their niche? Like I didn't know that, is, but I, I bet. She's a yeah. made up lady. Uh, her name is like summer or winter or willow or something. She's 35 years old. Um, she likes being active. Like they have these specific things. She, you know, um, like has a job that pays well, right? I'm a little lemon. Yep. You're paying a hundred dollars for a pair of leggings. So mm-hmm. yeah, like there are so specific that they have a name and an age, not an age range. And that's what they do. They market to that 35 year old women woman and then they get you know people teenagers shopping there they get people in their 60s shopping there but they only have one person yeah and it's because you know those those teenagers still tick a box right like maybe Mm -hmm. they're active or maybe they have you know they want nicer clothing or something like that so they still tick a box right so it's not that like we can't you know still attract people in those other boxes it's just that when we are marketing we're typically trying to attract the one person that fits all of those boxes. Totally. Totally. It's interesting, right? Yeah. And I love it. Like I could talk this kind of stuff all day long. It's just like, it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, you get to, you get to with all your people. And I have people that will reach out to me and they'll be like, you know, 
oh, like, would you mentor me? And I'm like, no, but I know somebody who will. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You go see Mark. He will hook you up. And not because, but like you've learned along the way too. I mean, you've taken a lot of people in under, like, and mentored them under like your nutrition coaching business. And there wasn't really like a balance between Mm-hmm. you know, your yeah, a lot of times it didn't work out, right? Yeah. A lot of times it was, you know, like either from an investment standpoint, they weren't all that invested in the process. And like, I don't know, someone like you that like values that type of like mentorship or, you know, like the opportunity that you're given, you're like, Oh yeah, hell yeah, I'm doing this. Like, of course I'm going to do it, but not everyone's in the same boat. So being able to just like our one-on-one services, put a price on it, say, this is what it is. This is where you will be. You're going to have to hustle and you're going to have to listen. And if you're at that place now where you're really ready to do this, you're ready to take the next steps and put things into action, then yeah, of course I'm going to work with you. So I think people get scared of the price in anything, right? Like they get scared of mm-hmm. the price of nutrition coaching. Um, they, they see the price of your one-on-one new, new, like nutrition coaching coaches package they get yep. scared of the investment. Like I recently, because I do think it's important to have, um, to take nice photos. And I also do this like photography. I recently yep. reached out to someone about, um, uh, like taking a virtual photography class, a good photographer and yep. it's 500 bucks. And I was like, that's no brainer. Like I was just like 500 bucks. That makes sense. This is her time. Yep. And this is what she's doing. And I mean, like other people see $500, but I'm like, okay, but is that, is this something that I can add to my business? And, you know, is it right now, like I have to get photographers to like update my photos for my website and things like that. So it's like, can someday I do my own photos? If we have a tiny house, can I market, you know, can I take photos of it and market, you know, little things like that. So I was like, yeah, that's a good investment. And I think that that's what people need to look at. How much would I pay to be a successful nutrition coach? How much would I pay to lose how how, like 30 pounds like let's put a dollar amount on that is it in line but they see the number and they're like oh you know like that's a big investment i don't think i'm ready but if i said to you okay you're gonna lose 30 pounds how much would you pay me to lose that 30 pounds that you want to lose people would be like thousand dollars and they would just Mm. throw out that number and then they see a number that's like like you said 250 dollars a month or whatever it is and they're like whoa that's that's an investment and totally yeah the value i I guess it's you got to see the subjective thing it's a subjective thing but it's one of those things where like yeah what is someone really willing to pay to overcome this 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 you know problem or something that's been so elusive in their life or like not even focusing on you know the negative aspects of it it's like you know what are the positive aspects of getting to this place and what does that turn into right so I I've always struggled with aspects of that, especially like people in like the super high ticket space. I've always been like, Oh man, like, I can't believe that number was just thrown out. Like, I don't know, like things that people are investing in that, like that you actually, um, you don't have money for it. Right. Like you're putting it on your credit card. I'm like, Oh man, that's like, that to me is scary. Right. But when you're kind of in that growth mindset and you're going to do the work that is, you know, is required, then it makes total sense. And you're going to get that positive payoff from it. So it's one of those things where I don't know, I don't know. In these conversations, you're just thinking like, Hey, like you came to me and you want to be successful, you know, nutrition coach, coach. I have the strategies and tools for you to be able to do that. I will get you to that point, especially if you're willing to work. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is what it costs and this is what we're going to do and, and, and move forward. And 
I don't know, pricing is very interesting, but it's one of those things where people at the are, are finally at the point to make that decision and that growth. They never regret it because it always works out. I know. Like I made a big investment once, like a really big investment in um, like social media marketing and like mm-hmm. advertising and things like that. And uh, while I don't use Facebook ads or, or anything anymore, I did. And for the time that I use it, I made my money back on that program. But I also learned so many other strategies. I don't regret spending the money on it. It was a huge investment. And yeah. uh, like much, much more than the programs that you and I are offering. But I look back on it and I learned so much. And it definitely took my business, um, helped me get my name out there and Mm -hmm. took it to another level. And it's like, you know, investing in help when you need help when your business gets to that point. It's hard to pay someone else to do something that you could be doing. But also, what is your time worth when you get to that point? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, like, I think it's time for a virtual assistant. And now they're like 25, 30 US dollars an hour. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so much money. But like, what can you get out of it by having them around, by not staying up, doing all the the little tedious tasks, like fixing your website up and all those little things that no one cares about or like really sees how much time it takes. So totally. I think the last thing, uh, one thing that I think about too with, I think there's this kind of misconception that, you know, you want to do this thing. You have to do it on your own. You have to like forge your own path. You have to, you know, you have to take this upon yourself. You have to prove to yourself that you could do it when really in reality, um, there's people willing to mentor you that want to mentor you that like want to see you grow and succeed at this stuff. But for whatever reason, you think you need to do it on your, on your own. So I've always had a mentor in everything Mm -hmm. that I've done. I had a mentor when I was in the mortgage industry. I had a mentor when I started in the nutrition industry. Um, Like literally everything, if I'm gonna do it, I wanna do it well and I wanna learn from them. So like, you know, my coach, he is a mentor too. And like, you know, he's offering other programs to teach people how to do programming for CrossFit and stuff. So like he, like, I was like, Curtis, you should take this and like learn more about what he does. So eventually someday when we have a gym, like you'll have that knowledge. So it's like, we do nothing without having, I don't think that I'm so good at anything when I first started that I can't reach out for help and, you know, pay someone or, or, you know, work with someone to help me with it. And I don't think enough people do that. Maybe they think that I'm like soft because I always have a mentor, but I think they're so beneficial that I've always had one. No, I think like sharing that message a bit more often might be helpful for people, I think too, because I think they think that you've gotten to this place just by, uh, you know, hard work, dumb luck, that kind of thing, which it's not to take away from those things, but it's definitely makes it a lot easier when you do have, um, that guidance. Okay. Awesome. I think that is a great place to leave it. Uh, why don't you tell everybody kind of where they can find you, what you've got going on next and yeah, everything that is happening in the Mark Morris world. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. So, uh, best place to probably find me. I'm most active on my Instagram at Mark W Morris. That's M-E-R-C. And our next course, the next Dr. Mark Method is going to start in the spring coming up here. 
Uh, we're circling late March, but the best way to keep up to date with the details of the course and learn a little bit more about it is to join our spring 2021 wait list, which I will, uh, I'll link up and send over to you, Ash, uh, if you can include in the, the show notes kind of thing. I definitely um, can. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be the best way to keep up to date, um, secure your spot and learn a little bit more about the course, uh, space is limited and it will fill up and it's an exciting time. So looking forward to working with more, you know, others that want to take their passion and turn it into an actual nutrition coaching business. Invest in yourself. If you want to do what Mark and I do, well, what you used to do, still-ish yeah. do, what I do, <laughs> yeah. go see Mark. He will teach you how to do it. I'd love to teach you how to do it. Okay, we'll talk again soon, Mark. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Head over to my Instagram page at sweat underscore effect for all of my insights, experiences, and daily doses of goodness. Until next time, keep on having fun and keeping fit.